This is Arkham Horror Badly. My name is Predir, and I'll be playing Arkham Horror the card game, just not very well. Well, hello, and um, if you've been listening to my recent two episodes, uh, you may know that I had some technical difficulties whereby um, partway through, or, or three quarters of the way through a Zoe play, um, my my phone stopped recording, my recording devices stopped working for some reason. Why do I say that? Well, something similar has just happened, by which I mean a scenario that as I was in the middle of recording um, was not saved, or rather I, I, something happened to my phone, which I record on with my microphone setup, um, and it just wiped everything. So that's a shame. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you what happened because uh, it, you know, it, it, there wasn't actually all that much that happened, but it was quite exciting, so it's a shame that it wasn't recorded. So let's recap. Well, recap for me, but to cap for you, whatever the first iteration of, of recapping is. Telling, that's right. So I am playing Yorick through the Web of Dreams campaign, and I'm halfway through the um, campaign. And in fact, I am past the point of no return, which is the name of the scenario. So Yorick is going into the dreamlands, but into the underworld. So he must traverse through the underworld to discover what is causing horrible spider demons to infiltrate uh, the waking world. So um, it's now I've just advanced act one, which is why I paused. And that's when the recording got deleted. Um, very briefly, I will tell you that um, Yorick managed to get some clues from uh, the, uh, what, were, what are they called, the Vaults of Zin, the City of the Gugs, and the uh, Plain of the Ghouls. A huge, horrible Gug sentinel um, jumped at Yorick as he was trying to pass through the City of the Gugs, but Yorick um, evaded him. Then took out his Winchester and with a vicious blow in tow uh, dealt four damage in one shot to the Gug, uh, killing it and taking a clue. And also I played Bury Them Deep from my hand, so I got two victory points uh, for that Gug. Um, and I also have uh, cleared the Vault of Zin and the City of Gugs and the Plain of Gould. So I've, I'm already on five victory points. Um, what happened now was that I've found Richard Pickman a ghoul who is Randolph's friend, a, a, a former artist from the real world, has gone to live in, in the underworld with his ghoul pals. So I've got this, this ally. He's a pretty cool ally. He's, he's got three health, if I want to put damage on him. I can exhaust him as a fast uh, trigger action, free trigger action, uh, to take a ghoul enemy at my location and attach it to him face down so he can take ghouls to his side. And then I can exhaust him as an action to fight with a strength of five, uh, dealing one damage per ghoul under him. So um, it's it's kind of great. Uh, okay, so now Yorick is in the plane of the ghouls, and there are four new locations in play. The one connecting here is Crag of the Ghouls. Then beyond that uh, is Vale of Punath and Sea of Bones. And then the... That's a, that's a weird one. The Peaks of Thok. Of course they are. All right. So um, the aim here is, as printed on Act 2A, the descent. The way to the vale below is treacherous. You will have to climb down from a place Pickman calls the Crag of the Ghouls, where the creatures cast the discarded remains of their macabre meals. You can only imagine what the depths might be like. Forced, after an enemy with one or more clues on it is defeated, take control of each of those clues. And I need to find my way to the Sea of Pitch. Okay. So, uh, the locations in this scenario are all uh, revealed when they are played. There's no unrevealed side. Uh, but uh, there are, there is there's some text on the back that happens if you flip them. Um, So I have two actions left on this turn. The the first action of the turn was to uh, discover a clue, which then caused all sorts of things to happen. Um, I'm just going to move into the uh, location that I was revealed here, Crag of the Ghouls. So it's Shroud 3, 
two clues and one victory point. Uh, it's veiled, so when I discover the last clue, I flip it to read the text. Then it says the first treachery drawn during the Mythos phase gains surge. And that's just bad, isn't it? I've got one action left. I do So, so just to let you know what's in my um, play area, I've got a Sacred Covenant, but there's no blessed tokens in the bag at the moment, so that's not doing much. I've got a flashlight with one battery left on it. I've got a uh, Winchester with three bullets left in it, and I've got Richard Pickman. I've not taken any damage or horror of this scenario yet, but I do uh, have two damage and one horror from Trauma in my hand. I have two cards, Take the Initiative and Vicious Blow Level 2. So I've got one action left. Um, okay, so what's kind of drawing my eye in terms of things to prepare for, um, in particular, is the Veil of Panath. The Veil of Panath is is one location long. It's a four shroud, one clue location, but it has the terrifying text. While there are clues on here, investigators at Veil of Panath cannot play cards or commit cards to skill tests. So, I, I I've got an intellect of two, and that's a shroud of four. So I'm kind of in a bit of a bad situation if I want that clue. And I think I need that clue. I can't remember now. Um, so obviously one thing I could do is to go there and spend the flashlight charge and go two on two and just cross fingers. Um, another thing is to go around the other places and see if I can get other clues first uh, and then just, I don't know, uh, see what happens. Um, what to do with my last action though? Um, I may just move on to the Sea of Bones. Sea of Bones has got one clue and two shroud and is more in my Ballywick. So I'll do that. All right, we're moving to the Sea of Bones and then in the upkeep, I draw a card. It's a bandolier, upgraded bandolier. And I get a resource. I'm on one resource. Sorry, there's my headphones crashing to the table. Okay, I place the fourth doom in the Mythos phase out of five for this agenda. And I draw, yikes, a Hunting Ghast. Okay. So the Hunting Ghast, uh, it's on me. It's a two combat, two health, three agility, hunter. After it enters the location with a Gug enemy, bad things happen. So let's not have Gugs here. Okay. Um, I'm tempted just to hit it without even using my Winchester and uh, commit a vicious blow. Yeah. Okay, let's do that. So, um, I'm um, fighting at six on two. It's a skull, which is minus one at the moment. So, uh, Vicious Blow does three damage to it, and the ghast is dead. Um, second action. Okay, so I wanted to play Take the Initiative uh, first action, but I can't because it's now the second action. Um I'll play it now, which would put me, what, four on two? It's not ideal. We'll go for it. I don't want to use the flashlight charge, you see. I'm going to go four on two on the Sea of Bones. Committing take the initiative. Minus one. Uh, so I get that clue. So I've got one action remaining, and there's a text on the Sea of Bones. After you discover one or more clues, flip it over. Traversing this canyon of cadavers and monstrous remains is laborious enough, but it's the churning and digging below the surface that causes you to hate this awful place. What sort of monstrosity could span the entirety of this ocean of bones? Your answer presents itself as you come across a great pit in the ravine. It is swallowing the bones and scraps of rotten meat like a whirlpool. When you reach the base of the tunnel and realise its true purpose, a shudder courses through you. It was made by an enormous creature, the thing that dwells below the sea of bones. If there is no dole tunnel at this location, search the encounter deck and discard pile for a dole tunnel and attach it to this location if able. Shuffle the encounter deck. If slithering dole is in play, move it to this location and add two clues to it. Otherwise, search everything for a slithering dole and spawn it at this location exhausted and with two clues in it. Flip this back over. 
Well, everything is fun now. Um, I will just do that admin and we'll get going. Okay, so now on the Sea of Bones, there is a, a dole tunnel, a D-hole tunnel. Um, it doesn't really do anything on its own, but it allows the slithering hole to uh, move from one such location to another one. But there's only one tunnel at the, in play at the moment, so it doesn't do anything. The slithering D-hole is uh, engaged. It's, not, it's, it's exhausted at my location. And it has two clues on it, which I can take if I kill it. Um, it's got three combat, five health and three agility and it's a hunter and is massive and can uh, move uh, through locations or via locations with uh, tunnels on them. Um, as I was pausing trying to do that I, I looked at my uh, play area and I've realized and you may have realized this already um, I've uh, I, <laughs> I've got three hands Yorick is 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 uh, multi-handed. Um, I've played a flashlight and a Winchester ages ago and not realised that I didn't have bandolier in play. Um, I do have a bandolier in hand though. So what I'm going to do, rather than um, not to fudge it, not to fudge it too much, but I'll play the bandolier for my for for an action, and I will not take a resource this turn, and I will spend the resource I have. So I would have been able to spend it next turn. I think that's, um, I mean, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a fluff, isn't it? But I'll do it anyway. And that's the last action of my turn. Um, so you'll forgive me that uh, little bit of sleight of hand. Um, so now I've got nothing in hand at all. Um, so I am in the upkeep phase. Uh, the the hole uh, readies and is on me. Um, I draw, I've had worse. That's good. It's great. It's level two. I've had worse. And I uh, don't have a resource because I said I would uh, use it to buy the bandolier. So that, that happened. Okay. So then um, I add the fifth doom, which means that the agenda advances. So the path darkens and... A sudden wave of pain and nausea passes over Yorick, and for a brief moment it seems the very fabric of reality is tearing apart. The feeling passes quickly, but it's obvious that something is not quite right. Sure. Um, I will shuffle the encounter deck into the discard pile, and I add one damage to the scenario card, which means that it's got uh, two on it at the moment. And that means that skulls are now minus two. All right, uh, I draw an encounter card. Oh, no, well, the, sorry, Agenda 2A, Beset by Monsters. As you continue to explore, the creatures of the underworld grow agitated and begin to pursue you as if compelled by some unseen force. The Doom Threshold is four, but it says that the game will not necessarily end when that uh, takes over. All right, so um, I need to draw an encounter card, and it is... A ghoul minion. So I'm going to draw it, and I'm immediately going to immediately going to exhaust Richard Pickman as a um, fast trigger action, and um, I'm going to choose that ghoul and put it face down on him. This means that in the future I can uh, exhaust him to fight, and uh, he will deal one damage now rather than zero damage before. Okay, well, that's a, a painless uh, encounter phase. Uh, all right, so we've got this D-hole on us. Strength three, five health. If I kill him, I get two clues and victory points, potentially. If it doesn't spring back from the um, victory display at some point. So we've got uh, now, via some subterfuge, Bandolier, Winchester, and a, a single batteried flashlight in hand. So I'm going to shoot it with the Winchester, please. So, uh, spending a bullet, there's two bullets left now. Um, five on three, I've uh, got nothing to commit, we'll just have to hold, uh, not five on three, six on three. Hoping for a zero or a plus one or an elder sign. Zero! Okay, that's three damage on the uh, D-hole. It's got two damage left. We'll spend another um, bullet. Uh, Yorick uh, is sort of spattered with blood and gore, having clambered through the horrible, rotting meats uh, and, and cadaverous caverns of the underworld. And he's Rambo-like, uh, cocking the rifle for a second time and aiming it as this uh, slithering serpentine monstrosity. Minus two. Okay, that still hits, but it only does one damage. 
So it's got one health left. Do I spend the automatic? Uh, the Winchester, I mean. Well, I'll be four on three. It feels like a waste to spend my last bullet. So I will use my last action to um, attack normally, which is putting me four on three. That's a skull. That's minus two. So that fails. So in the enemy phase, he's going to attack me. Dealing one damage and one horror, but I'm going to play fast. I've had worse. Cancel up to two damage and the horror just dealt you, then gain that many resources. So I'll cancel everything and gain two resources, please, and thank you. So uh, that's the enemy phase done. Nothing else happens. Um, I draw a card. It's Tetsuo Mori. Uh, that's cool, because um, Pikmin does not take up the ally slot, so I could have um, old Tetsuo Mori in play. I get a third resource, and then I place a Doom on the uh, agenda, and I uh, draw a card. Uh, encounter card is Whispers of Hypnos. I have to choose a skill to get minus two for uh, it's until the end of the turn. I probably am going to choose willpower. Let's choose willpower. I don't think that'll come into play, or I might regret that. All right. Um, okay. This D-hole's got one, one left. Let us just try and hit it with my fists. I'll have a couple of goes at this. Okay, four on three. Skull. Second action. Four on three. Cultist, I reveal another token. Come on. Minus two. Failed again. Well, this isn't going well, is it? Um, I don't want to take an attack. I want to kill it this turn because I'm wasting time now. Ugh. Yeah, let's use the last Winchester bullet. Fine. All right, just to get me up to six. Six on three. Final action. Minus one. <laughs> Jesus. All right, fine. Um, that is a uh, dead doll. The, the hole goes to the victory display, giving me a, a victory point at the moment. Um, I take two clues from it, so I've got four clues now. Um, and because of Yorick's uh, ability, after I defeat an enemy, I can play an asset from my discard pile. Now, I think the only asset I've got in my discard pile is a Blessed Blade that I committed. Do I want to play the Blessed Blade? Um, yes, I do, because I kind of don't actually have any bullets left in the, uh, Winchester. I will keep it in play for now, i.e. I won't replace the Winchester, because I do have extra ammunition in the deck. But we'll play the Blessed Blade for three, you might as well. Alright. So the Blessed Blade is potentially a way to get um, blessings into the deck. Okay, fine. Um, that was my three actions. So in the upkeep phase, I draw a card. It's Evidence. Right, um, and I gain a resource, and then it's Doom, two Doom now on the agenda, and an encounter card, lit by death fire. Oh no, I lose a resource, am I at a Veil or Depths location? I'm at a Veil location, chooses and discard one card from his hand, okay. Um, well, that's terrible. I'll discard evidence, I think. All right. Okay, I've got uh, actions galore. Well, three is the number of actions I have, and it, the number is three. Um, do I want to go now to the Vale of Panath? I mean, I don't think I've got any better way of doing it. I'm just going to have to kind of go there. Try and get that clue with a flashlight charge. So spend the battery, two on two, cross fingers. Uh, and then if it fails, I probably go to the Crag of the Ghouls again, which has got two clues in it, and just try and get some stuff there. Dunno. Um, Alright. Alright, alright, alright. Um, let's move first action to the um, Vale of Panath. And then I'm going to spend a battery from the flashlight. 
We're crossing everything we have. We need a zero or better. Investigating the Veil of Fnaf. Using the flashlight. It's minus two, so nowhere close. Alright. Um, well, I can draw cards, but I can't play them, which means I've got nothing really. I've got a, a spent flashlight in hand and nothing else in, 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 in play. So, um, I'm going to move for my final action. I could move into the Peaks of Thok, but the Peaks of Thok doesn't have any clues on it. It's got a Shroud of Three, though. Um, and I can test uh, agility a few times to try and resolve it, uh, to try and climb it. But my agility is three, and I don't have any obvious ways of improving that. Um, so I think I'll, I'll try and, and do some more uh, cluing. I'll go into the Crag of the Ghouls for my uh, final action. Uh, it was kind of a wasted turn, wasn't it? Uh, and draw a card. It's uh, another bandolier, which is yeah, just icons at this point. Uh, and gain a resource. I've got one resource. Okay, add a third doom out of four and draw a card. Oh, it's a hunting night gaunt. Okay. This could be better. Alright. Um, I think first I'm going to attack with the Blessed Blade. I mean, I've got, so the Blessed Blade could do two damage, but it's probably going to do one damage. If I'm very lucky, uh, I could possibly attack it three times and do four damage this turn. Um, Richard Pickman can only do one damage, unfortunately. My Winchester is out of bullets. Uh, I'm not really fancying my ability to evade it. Um, so we'll just try killing it. Okay, so uh, use the Blessed Blade. First action, put a Blessed Token into the bag. Alright, so <clears throat> what we want now is a Blessed Token, but um, we are fighting five on three. Fighting the Night Gorn. Well, it's a minus one, so one damage. Um, second action, same thing. Uh, blessed blade, five on three. It's minus one again, so second damage. Final action. Minus two, still, still does it right. So there's three damage on this guy. There's one. He's got one health left, which means in the enemy phase he's doing one and one on me. Uh, Pikmin can take one of the damages, so he's uh, got two health left. I will take the horror, which means I'm on two horror. Uh, then in the upkeep, I draw a card. It's hand of fate, which is nice, except I can't afford it, uh, and I get a resource. Okay. Now the fourth doom is going on the agenda, agenda two, and I'm flipping it. The weaver approaches. Again, you are shaken by a sudden feeling of instability as reality shifts and bends around you. The wave is more intense than before, and it seems to originate from the sea of pitch. Each investigator must either discard one card at random from their hand or lose two resources. I will discard a card at random from my hand. Uh, ideally, I want to discard the bandolier. I want the other cards. So we discard Tetsuomori. Uh, sad times. Okay. Shuffle the encounter discard pile into encounter deck. Place one damage on the reference card. So now there's three damage, which means that skulls... Which means that skulls are minus three now, which uh, is very bad because there's three of them in the uh, in the bag. I mean, uh, and then flip this agenda back over. So this is going to keep flipping every four turns or less. Um, and when it gets to five damage tokens, uh, I, I I go to resolution two. So that would be in uh, in two cycles time. All right. That was the Doom. Uh, we go back to Agenda 2A and I draw an encounter card. Ooh, dear me. It's Grasping Hands. Uh, test Agility 3 and so on. So, got no Agility icons in hand, so we're just going to have to uh, suck this up, I'm afraid. 3 on 3. 
Zero. Oh, that's happy. However, I'm in the Crag of the Ghouls, and it says the first treachery drawn gains surge. So let's draw, that was a treachery. Let's draw another one. Oh, it's another hunting night gaunt. That's not good. Double night gaunts. Double the trouble. Um, all right. Okay. Okay, 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 okay. Um, obviously try and kill this original night gaunt and then turn our attentions to the other one. Um... I mean, at least when we kill this first night gaunt, I can get Tetsuo back into my hand. Yeah. Um, okay. Yes, fine. Um, exhaust Blessed Blade, first action. Um, attack. Putting a Bless into the bag. Two Blesses in the bag now. And we're attacking five on three. Tentacle. Second action, attack the same Night Scorn. Five on three with the Blessed Blade. Ooh, it's a bless. That's nice. All right. Uh, and then I keep drawing. It's minus two. Okay. So, here's what happens. It does two damage, which it doesn't need to do. So that was, you know, that was unnecessary, but sure. So it's a dead Night Gaunt. I'm going to then exhaust the Sacred Covenant... And return the bless to the bag. Because even with a minus two, uh, five on three, minus two is three, I can still kill the night gaunts. Um, because Yorick defeated an enemy, I get to take an acid from the discard pile to my hand. And the only acid here is Tetsuo Mori, which I will take. I've got one action left. Now, I don't really want to be hit by this night gaunt. But I, the op other option is to just evade it. Um, yeah, but it's got that, that, that clause which says that the evasion is, is harder. Um, let's try and evade it just to potentially have a chance at not taking the damage and horror. All right, we're evading three on one. That's a minus one, which is double to minus two, but that still succeeds. So it's evaded, which means it does not get me in the, uh, uh enemy phase. Upkeep, everything readies. It's back on me. I draw a card. It's a second Winchester. Cool. Um, and I get a resource. I'm to three resources. Doom goes on the agenda. One Doom out of four. Draw an encounter card. All right. So it's a treachery lit by death fire. I lose a resource. I discard a card from my hand. I choose it, right? Um, um, I will discard, you know, discard Bandolier. It is quite, they're quite nice icons, but... Can't really play it. Um, and then, oh, to veil, yeah. Um, okay, but it's a treachery, so it surges into Whispers of Hypnos. Uh, I'm going to choose Willpower because I don't think I'll need that this turn. Okay, let's try and kill this uh, this guy. It's like once. Um, we'll use the Blessed Blade again. So exhaust it, put a third Bless into the bag. Um, Attacking five on three. Oh, that's a Elder Sign. Sorry, not. No, the worst one, Elder Thing. Minus three, which means I fail by one. Um, so it doesn't trigger that if you fail by two or more, thankfully. Second action, attack it again with the Blessed Blade. Why not? Zero, so it does one damage. Final action, attack it with a Blessed Blade. Zero does one damage. So it's got two damage on it. Uh, in the enemy, I've just spent, it feels like I've spent most of my life at this point fighting Night Gaunts. That is what it feels like. Um, it's got two damage on it, and it's also going to do some damage to me. We'll put one damage on uh, Pikmin, and I'll put one horror on me. So I'm on three horror now, and two damage on me. Uh, then uh, keep phase, draw a card. It's Righteous Hunt. Not very useful right now. Um, and then a resource, a third resource. Mythos phase, place a Doom. Draw a card. It's a Ghoul! Cool, okay. So we can exhaust Pikmin and put that Ghoul. He's cool, too cool for school, this Ghoul. He's going to go underneath Pikmin, which means that Pikmin is now actually good. Uh, of course, he can't actually attack until next turn, by which point one hopes that this ruddy Night Gaunt will not be here. 
Okay, we're gonna try and kill this guy. Blessed Blade, Exhaust, add a Bless Tokan to the band. I've forgotten how many, is it four now? Maybe three, four. Attacking first action. Five on three. Elder Sign! I think that also triggers the Blessed Blade. It does. So it does two damage, which means it's dead. Um, now, both of uh, Yorick's abilities now trigger, I think, because he defeated an enemy and drew another sign. So, um, uh, yes, yeah, so it's successful. I return a card from a discard pile to my hand, and after I defeat an enemy, I play an asset from my discard pile. Um, I actually um, misplayed last time when I took Tetsuo because I, I was supposed to play him, not put him into my hand. So actually, um, I couldn't have done that. So Tetsuo stayed there. So in fact, now I will play Tetsuo because that was a mistake. Um, and I get to take a card into my hand. There's a lot of good cards here. Maybe I will take um, I've Had Worse or I could take a Vicious Blow. Um, I would love to take Scene of the Crime, um, but I don't know, do I want that? What's what's crucial at the moment is getting that Veil of Nothing, but I've got no real ability to do that. Um, this feels like an important decision. <laughs> okay, I'm taking Scene of the Crime into my hand um, from the discard pile for the Elder Sign ability because I think that would will be useful. Um, there's still two clues on the location that I've been at for the last three turns. Um, I've got, what, one action left? No, two actions left, right? Um, but I can't place the crime. Um, if, yeah, Shroud 3. I'm not really fancying my chances. Um, I've, I've got no chance at the Veil of Pnaf. So this is interesting. I don't have any money, because I've just uh, played Tetsuo as a free, free trigger, free reaction. Um... I would like to get my second Winchester into play, but I need four resources to do that. So I spend two actions getting two resources. Yes, this feels like the kind of only really sensible thing I can do right now, which feels weird, but sure. Okay, two resources, uh, end of turn, upkeep phase. Um, I draw a card. Uh, it's extra ammunition. Okay, that slightly changes things. Um, and I will uh, get a third resource. Okay, Mythos Phase, add a third uh, Doom. Draw a card. Oh no, it's a Lumbering Gug. Hey, alright, so it's a very tough but guy. And he's not worth any victory points, which is terrible. He is 4 Strength, 6 Health, and 2 Evade. After Lumbering Gug exhausts, it does not ready during the next upkeep phase. Now... Okay, so this allows me to play Scene of the Crime at this location, uh, which is certainly what I'll do for my first action. So let's do that. Two resources, get two clues. Thank you. I'm on six clues now. Um, then I want to try and evade this guy because um, he, I can then just move away and he won't hunt to me. He doesn't have Hunter and he'll, he'll be exhausted for a whole other turn anyway. So I'm going to commit Righteous Hunt and my other Winchester from my hand to this chest to put me five on two. Um, my rationale for, for committing the Winchester from my hand is that I've got extra ammo now in hand, so I can play that onto the existing Winchester rather than spending four on a new Winchester. So action two, evading the Labouring Gug, five on two. Minus two. All right, so uh, that succeeds. So there's an exhausted labor and gug, and I'm going to move. Now, it's, it feels like a very important decision at this point whether to move to the Vale of Panath or not. Um, the, the thing is, I'm never going to get that, that... Well, unless I draw some blesses, I'm never going to get that, um, that clue without a flashlight. However... I don't want to go to this place with the tunnel in it. So I'm going to go to the Vale of Pnath anyway. Um, it doesn't stop me drawing cards. It doesn't stop me getting card, uh, resources. So I can at least go here and, and uh, regroup. Okay, upkeep. Um, 
No, the labouring gurgle is not ready. The lumbering gurgle is not ready. Um, I draw Randolph Carter. Okay, I cannot play him at the moment because Tetsuo Mori is taking up the slot, but uh, he does have some nice icons, should I choose that. Uh, I get a resource, some up to three resources. And, okay, so we are in... We are flipping the agenda. Um, so I have to discard one card around and we'll lose two resources. I don't want to lose the extra ammunition. So I'm going to spend two resources or, or lose two resources rather than risk losing the ammo. I place a damage on the reference card, which means that there are four damage. Which means skulls are minus four, which is really bad. Uh, and there are not five damage tokens. There are four, so I do not go to R2. I flip the agenda back over. Now then, I draw an encounter card. Whispers of Hypnos. Well, that's all right. Um, I'll choose uh, Willpower. All right, Willpower's minus two. Okay, well, there is a chance, because there are some blessers in the bag, that I can draw bless and then draw a zero um, or better um, and I've got what three actions to do that oh you know what before I do that um, I've realised that I did not uh, activate the veiled ability or, or keyword on crack of the ghouls uh, which would have happened last turn uh, yeah last turn so uh, exactly a turn ago so apologies um Scouting the veil, looking out over the barren veil, you get a sense for the threats that dwell below. Underneath the plateau upon which you stand, a forest of obscene pale fungi extend for miles. I don't want to ask how those fungi are obscene. They are probably shaped in an interesting fashion. Beyond that is a great heap of bones, like an ocean pouring forth in all directions. You swear you can see something crawling or worming its way along the surface of the bones, but perhaps it's just your imagination. In the distance, great, sharp peaks of stone loom over the veil. Black-winged creatures fly around the summits, searching for prey. You see no sign of this ocean of pitch Pikmin described, though you do notice a wide cavern opening along a wall of stone to the right of the veil below. Look at the top two cards of the encounter deck. You may discard up to half of those cards. Return the rest to the top. So I, I should have done this last time, but I'll do it now, if that's okay with you, listener. I look at the top two cards and then discard one and put the other one back. And that's it. All right. Um, so two cards. Okay. One is Taste of Lifeblood, which is a horrible treachery which makes you put clues in the location and take damage. And then the D hole tunnel is the other one. So I'll, I'll, out of those two, I'll keep the dull tunnel, uh, and I'll discard the Taste of the Lifeblood. Thank you, uh, Richard Pickman. Okay. All right. So back to this turn. I'm basically, I can either move away and do something else somewhere else. And that basically means trying to climb the, the, the jagged peaks of Thok, which sounds like a horrible plan. Or just sit here trying to investigate. And I've only got four Doom until the game ends. So I'm thinking I probably won't be able to get the best resolution for the scenario, but um, at least we can get some VP and not have too much trauma. Um, so I will investigate. So basically we're hoping for blesses and... I wish I had some kind of card in my hand which would allow me to to to, uh, to put blessers in the bag, but I do not. So, first action, two on four. That's the um, elder thing. Minus three, if you fail by two or more, I do choose a ready enemy at your location or a connecting location. Okay, there isn't one because the laboring gug is still exhausted thankfully so it's the lumbering gug i really wish they hadn't created two very similar enemies with very similar names okay let's try again two on four hoping for a bless token bless me zero nope final action 
minus two. Great. Okay, the lumbering gug readies in the adjacent location. And I draw a card. It's glory, that's useless. I will uh, take a resource, I'm on two resources. And I put a doom. Uh, one doom out of four, and then I draw a card. Oh, it's the Dalton, what a surprise. So it says, if Slithering Dole is in play, it moves and attacks. Well, it doesn't. Otherwise, attach Dole Tunnel to a location at least two connections away from the nearest Dole Tunnel. Uh, then if Slithering Dole is in the victory display, spawn it at the attack location exhausted. Yeah, this is what I was worrying about, you see. That lovely victory point is now denied me. So, um, I cannot... So the other uh, D-hole tunnel is adjacent to me in the Sea of Bones. So this tunnel has to go in the plane of the ghouls, which is two locations away. I suppose I could put it somewhere else. Um, uh, do I do I want to put it in the city of the Gugs? Uh, it doesn't really matter. I don't think. I'll, I'll yeah, I'll put it in the city of the Gugs because the the old, the, the, the sliding door is gonna move through it back into the Sea of Bones anyway. So, um, what does it say? Spawn it at attached location exhausted. Bye-bye, victory point. Um, okay. Okay, so... I've got I've got nothing, really. I could play Randolph Carter. That's the only thing I can think of which gives me plus one book, but that I cannot afford that right now. He costs three. I've got two resources. Um, and that would mean I would take an action to get a resource... Take an action to play Randolph and have one go this turn to investigate three on four. Three on four gives me a much better chance of success on this Chaos Bag than two on four because that means that plus ones uh, are, will work. Now, now I... I'm not the best mathematician, but I think that three goes of two on four is better than one go of three on four. Having said that, I don't know. No, I've got blessers in the bag. I'm going to not play Randolph. I think that's wasting two actions at this point. Um, let's go. We're just going to keep bloody investigating the Vale of Panath. Two on four. Come on, bless. Zero. Second action, two on four. Elder sign, that's a plus two, it succeeds. Yes, okay, and I can return a card from the discard pile to my hand. I will uh, return. Ooh, let's take, take the initiative um, because that will um, potentially give me some icons. Okay. So I get that clue from Vale of Nath, which means I'm on seven clues. And I get a victory point, and I can flip it over. So if I possess uh, over three clues, I do. You venture out into the Dark Vale and attempt to map out your surroundings. With the knowledge you've accumulated, you know that the source of the disturbances within the underworld cannot be in this region. There must be another pathway, perhaps a cavern or tunnel that leads from the Vale to a place even deeper beneath the uh, surface of the dreamlands. As you approach the great stone wall at the far end of the vale, you pick up a foul scent like sulphur and tar. You follow the stench until it leads you to a wide hole in the wall. I spend three clues. One, two, three. I've got four left. Uh, advance the current act. Okay. So... Away across, the hole becomes narrower and narrower as you make your way through to the other side of the stone wall. When you finally emerge, you find yourself at the shores of an enormous ocean of pitch black tar. Webs of glowing violet energy spread across its surface, filling you with an uneasy dread. Could this be related to the horrors you witnessed, witnessed in St. Mary's Hospital? Just as you were beginning to wonder what to do next, you discover several rowboats of black wood moored in a nearby cove. The hull of each is covered with a strange insignia. Is this luck or providence? Either way, 
you are determined to set off across the sea and trace this madness to its source. But each set aside depth's location into play and shuffle the set aside, descent into the pitch and agents of Atlatnatcha encounter sets into the discard pile, blah, 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 blah. All right, let's do that then. So we come to Act 3A, The Black Expanse. As you traverse the tar-like sea of pitch, you begin to discern patterns on the unearthly web that glows below its surface. You just need to find the source of the distortion. Okay, so the um, Vale of Panath does lead to these four sea of pitch locations, but they are all... Um, well, they are all uh, the same on the on the on the back on the front on the one side, and there are probably uh, horrible things written on the back. So, I have got two actions left, I think. So, for the first action, I will just go to one of these uh, to these sea of pitch locations. So, they've all got one uh, clue on them. They've all got Shroud Axe, which is the number of, of damage on the, on the agenda and the scenario card. So that means that they're all Shroud 4, which is really bad for Yorick. Um, so we've moved there, um, and I suppose I just need to figure out how I'm going to get those clues. I've got various cards in hand that will give me the clues. Um, not give me the clues, which will help me get the clues. Um, I've got Randolph Carter, so the question is, do I play Randolph Carter? I can't afford him this turn. So I may take a little punt and commit glory to put me four on four for this location and uh, see what happens. Four on four in the sea of pitch. Zero. Glory indeed. I get that uh, clue. Now I flip it over and read the, read the veiled uh, instructions. If I possess five clues, I do uh, more than three or more. You row further out and deeper into deeper, darker waters, but there's still no sign of any other shore. Under the surface of the black tarry liquid, you can see a series of glittering stars, like an unknown constellation beckoning you forward. If you didn't know any better, you would think it was a reflection of the sky above. But there is no sky in this dark realm. You lean over the edge of your boat and nearly vomit from the sensation of vertigo that assaults you. It must be hundreds of miles deep and filled with horrors beyond your imagining. And yet you know what you must do. The investigators must spend three clues as a group, flip this card back over and advance the act well. A pit of fear grows in your chest as you gaze into the thick, dark water. This is the source. Whatever is below the surface of this sea, it holds the answer to everything that has transpired thus far in the waking world. Perhaps you can even find a way to save your friend, or perhaps the ocean will simply swallow you alive. You have no way of knowing for certain. You stand and take a final breath clenching your fists tightly. Then you take a leap of faith. Resolution one. Well, in all honesty, I think the bad luck that plagued me in A Thousand Shapes of Horror um, has been uh, outweighed by the good luck of moving to that sea of pitch location. Because there's four of them, and they're all the same, and only one, that one, um, lets you win. Um, the other three uh, are either very bad and spawn horrible things uh, of spiders and so on, or they mess things around, or they let you look at other ones. Um, so I could have easily just lost or, or, or you know, been doomed out, essentially. Um, but I'm very pleased with that. So let's quickly count the VP. So we've got um, a victory point for Sea of Bones, a victory point for Vale of Panath, a victory point for Crag of the Ghouls, for Plane of the Ghouls, for Vaults of Zin, and for City of Gugs, and for Gug, Sentinel, and for Bury Them Deep, which is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight victory points is fine. I'll take that. Thank you. 
kind of a shame that the slithering D-hole came back uh, just before the end to deny me that victory point. Um, but that's fine. Um, uh, so, yes. Um, well, it's a shame that you didn't hear the beginning because there was a very cool moment where I just one-shotted the um, Gug Sentinel, which was hugely satisfying. Um, and um, it's, uh, I'm sorry for the uh, flub of uh, forgetting to, well, forgetting that I don't have three hands and, and carrying a Winchester and a flashlight. I think by this point, Yorick sort of carries the, the Winchester in one hand and fires it one-handed like uh, the Terminator in Terminator 2 um, because he's had enough of, of this bit by now. Well, um, that was fun. I enjoyed it. Um, honestly, I didn't really remember very much about the scenario at all, apart from little um, flashes. Um, and so that was uh, kind of a leap into the unknown, just like the leap that Yorick has taken into the big sea of pitch. Um, I am looking forward to seeing how Yorick fares against the Weaver of the Cosmos, which will be the next scenario and the final scenario indeed. As you may know, hopefully, um, I'm playing this uh, campaign in parallel with the Watch This podcast. Uh, John, or Monotone, is playing Sephina through the Dreams Quest side. Um, and so please uh, go to his uh, podcast channel and listen to uh, see how Sephina fares in uh, the dark side of the moon. And let's hope that uh, she manages to clinch a win in the final moments, just like Yorick did. So, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed it, and please join me for the final episode in the campaign of Yorick, off-class guardian in the uh, Web of Dreams. Um, that may be the next episode, maybe there'll be another episode before then. But please join me anyway, where I will play Arkham Horror, just not that well.